Mic check, mic check. Welcome back to another episode of Not Really Radio. This is Not Really Radio, episode 47. I'm your humble host, DJ Boogie Bang. I got a special guest coming through with me today. My dog, Tony Sticks, will be checking in. But until then, man, if you like what you hear, make sure you tell these two friends about Not Really Radio, please, and thank you. Without further ado, let's get into these vibes. Yeah. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die. I'ma touch the sky Back when they thought pink polos are hurt the rock Before Cam got the shit to pop The doors are closed I felt like bad boy street team I couldn't work the locks Now let's go Take them back to the plan Me and my mama hopped in that U-Haul van Any pessimists I ain't talk to them Plus I ain't had no phone in my apartment Let's take them back to the club It's about an hour I stand online I just wanted to dance I went to take up an hour after I got my advance I just wanted to shine Jay favorite line, dog, in due time Now ain't look at me like, damn dog, you but I am A hip-hop legend, I think I died in an accident Cause this must be heaven Guess who's on third? Lupe still like looping the third. Here like here till I'm bitter on the curb. Peach fuzz buzz, but bit on the verge. Let's slow it down like river on the serve. Bottle shaped body like Mrs. Butterworth. But before you say another word, I'm back on the block like I'm laying on the street. I'm trying to stop lying like I'm mumrah, but I'm not lying when I'm laying on the beat. On God, a touche Lupe cool as the unthaw, but I still feel possessed as a gun charge to come as correct as a pawn star. And a fresh pair of steps in my best run car. So, I represent the first Now let me in my first right where the horns are like uh. I gotta testify Come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day you die You gon' touch the sky You gon' touch the sky, baby girl Testify Come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day you die Love to the homie Tax Mercury for the vibes Into yeah, one of my favorite producers, hey Caleb. Go, 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 and on the Of a dancer, we had chemistry because she was a cancer. Thought forever it would last for, but forever move faster. So I had to. Still, I got the balls when I think about her in them drawers. And uh, ooh, baby, she liked it raw. And like rain when she came to court. And like a car that I can't afford. I will want it, then want some more. Uh, the positions our frames explored. Let me know she was secure. Back for more. I wanna go, go. Yeah. 
Freaky like the daughter of a pastor Said I was bait for her to master Little red Corvette, now she was faster Wet dreams with mad cream to bath her We make love in their laughter In any way I wanted, I could have her Said it was some girls that did attract her A new chapter she was after, so I said let's go To a place that you wanna be, uh Get what you want from her and me, uh Free love I wanna see, uh Hot sex in the third degree, uh You getting served, why serving me, uh Dirty words encourage me to Rock steady and sturdily on your turn me No turning back, the further we go Go, 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 go And on the count of three Go, 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 go And on the count of three Go, 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 go uh, On the count of three Everybody run, everybody run fast, run fast, fast, fast Not really ready, episode 50 coming up. I might do something real special. I don't know yet. <laughs> but if you've been tuning in and not really ready up from the beginning, you know. If it ain't brandy, it's one of these mixes. I gotta let it ride. This still my favorite song, like two, three years strong. <laughs> Shout out to Smith Sands for the vibes. One crew, let's get it. You see money all Never be killed, that's real, no lie You can tell her from my peers right now Don't you wanna fuck me now? Followed by what you say 
don't take this love too deep Toss and turn in my bed I'm fighting the physical And what was that for us? I just wanna know why Loving you so hard I just wanna know why you and I leave scars Round and round we go and loving you so hard I just wanna know why you and I leave scars You wonder why I take it too hard Why is it novel to me? Why did we take it this far? Why did we take it this far? I heard you said we're not meant to be Why would you do that to us? Why would you do that to me? Why? Loving you so hard Sleeping in the middle tonight with the baby 
this tonight Will you turn on the light? Wish you first for the winner Wish you champagne on ice Middle fingers to the police
you ready episode 47 if you like what you hear make sure you tell these two friends about us please and thank you vibes by the hometown homie zero not really radio zone yeah any producers out there tuning in man make sure you send me them hits Time for the homie I'm Bizarre. Lord have mercy.
talking loud, pimpin' in my tongue And I know what you want
here, a million there. Sicilian bitch with long hair, with coconut every year, like smoking the thinnest air. I open the Lamborghini, hoping them crackers see me. Like, look at that bastard Weezy, he's a beast, he's a dog, he's a motherfucking problem. Okay, you're a goon, but what's a goon? Do I got Nothing, nothing, you ain't scaring nothing. On some faggot bullshit, call him Dennis Ryman. Tell me what you want, each comment on my sidekick. Never answer when it's private. Damn, I hate a shy bitch. Don't you hate a shy bitch? Yeah, I hate a shy bitch. She ain't shy no more. She changed her name to my bitch. <laughs> yeah, nigga, that's my bitch. So when she asked for the money, when you threw, don't be surprised, bitch. And it ain't tricking if you got it. But you like a bitch with no ass. You ain't got shit. Motherfucker, I'm ill, not sick. And I'm okay, but my watch sick. Yeah, my drop sick. Yeah, my Glock sick. And my not thick. I'm it. Motherfucker, I'm ill. Told you I loved you by lying, babe. Yeah.
about to tap in with the Hummer Tony Sticks in a second here, man. But if you like what you hear, make sure you tell these two friends, man. Please and thank you. Not really radio episode 47. <laughs> man, I almost forgot. Yeah. Shout out to the homie Andrew for the vibes on this one. Future, what up? Promised, uh, we got a guest with us. My homeboy Tony Sticks in the building. What's happening, brother? What's going on, people? Homeboy Tony Sticks, aka Captain John. You gotta speak. God. What? Say so you gotta speak loud. You gotta speak loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta hear you. They gotta hear you. Say it again. All right, what's going on, people? It's your homeboy Tony <laughs> Sticks, aka Captain John Luke on God. Yeah, my brother, my brother. I appreciate you for coming through. This is like my first, my first like look. Interview joint, so I do appreciate you for being the first one to come through. My dad, my grandma, shaking me, or something like that. I don't even know if I'm gonna put this out. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be the first one people gonna look back in ten years and be like, ah, oh, that's weak. Well, then the one, uh, the new one, gonna be so much colder. It's gonna be like, oh, okay, I see where he came from. So that's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So speaking of where we came from, I wanted to like talk about. 
what got us to where we are. So like with Not Really Radio, I never really spoke about uh, how I got to Not Really Radio. So in the beginning, uh, I linked up with a homegirl. I was going through like some real depression shit. I really need to get away. So I went to Chicago, clicked up with my homegirl. And I'm probably telling on myself because I can't remember if I was in a relationship or not. But I don't think I was. But when I went up there, when I, <laughs> when I went out there, when I went out there, I linked up with her. She had put me on to uh, this chick called uh, Tiffany Goucher, and the track was called uh, Ready to Go. And I had never heard anything like that before. So that sound like spoke to me. We just had a cool weekend after that. But when I came home, I kind of dug deeper into that sound. That sound that made me feel good. So. From that came my first mixtape, Move Tape 1, and that was like the biggest thing I'd ever dropped. And I like completely ignored that. Like we was talking about earlier, we wish we had been doing this shit for a long ass time. Yeah. I dropped Move Tape 3, Move Tape 1, three years ago. Whoa. And I'm just now one year into Not Really Radio, and it's still picking up. So, so that's kind of how I got to Not Really Radio. I kind of like, it took a while. I was still listening to the music, but it took a while to like, Build up the confidence, I guess, to kind of put my art, put yeah. my, put my, put my, put my passion into the music and put out the show through that. So, I kind of, you're an artist, right? You draw and yeah. you're a poet as well, right? What kind of got you to that? I'm running, running, I'm running. <laughs> uh, so I lost my dad uh, when I was like 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. He passed away to a heroin overdose, you know fucked up thing to have to think about. And um, my teacher, my science teacher, Miss Nielsen, if she if she's watching, I remember this. She gave me a green notebook and a number two pencil. She told me to sit at my desk and write how you feel. Mm-hmm. However it comes out, just write it down. No one has to look in that book, just yours. Mm-hmm. What I found is that I was liking what I was writing and I was memorizing it at the same time. And so I kind of used poetry and in high school, when I discovered Three Six Mafia, Common, and Eminem, because uh, I didn't grow up on hip hop. Right. Neither did I. Uh, my household was gospel music, oldies and goldies, and For sure. uh, a lot of show tunes, like right. Disney movies and shit. Right. That's pretty much Hollywood. It was freshman year when I got introduced to LL Cool J's "I'm Bad." You motherfuckers said, uh, <laughs> "No rapper can rap quite like I can." I take a muscle bound man and put his face in the sand. I said, "Hey, I want to be a rapper." I honestly think the first uh, the first rap song I recall hearing was Lil Boosie Show Your Tattoos in high school. I can't really remember much no. before that. I can't remember hearing much rap before. Like I know it now. Right. I don't know how I know it now, but my first actual time hearing a rap song was like, I, that's the first time I could hear. Remember distinctively hearing a rap song was Lil Boosie Show Your Tattoos. Well, fresh, I guess freshman year in high school. Common the Life. Okay. I would know that song anyway. Common the Life. Okay. You ever heard that song? Yeah. Yeah, that. I love that song. I know. I know it anyway. I might have an edit of it. <clears throat> oh my god. So <laughs> basically, to fast forward everything, when I got to high school, I realized that being a performer is what I wanted to do. I was I was a great actor. I was lazy with it because I I wanted to focus more on monologues. I like the idea of one person telling an entire story just just off of being. Right. Mark Antony and Caesar. I think Marlon Brando played Caesar. I can't remember the name of the actor that played him. Um, uh, Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith when he would start to right. monologue. You could literally get the gist of the entire movie just <laughs> off of one scene with this nigga. Um, when he played V and V for Vendetta. Yeah. Most of the movie was him monologuing, but he told such a magnificent story. I wanted to be that. I ran from it though, mm-hmm. because I was convinced 
I was conditioned and convinced that there was something, I was wasting my time. Right. Because I looked at my older brother, I looked at the world around me, and I realized there's a possibility that I could be going to lose a route trying to chase this thing called entertainment. That's pretty much how I felt last year DJing downtown. I was going down there, and it, it, like I, now, I, that was my dream job. That right. club, that club was my dream job. But like two, three weeks in, I was kind of just bored with it. Hey. And I'm like, hey, this ain't really because it's a routine. This ain't, yeah, it was. It was like a routine, and it was the same old thing. And I, just, I really didn't like it no more. And I've been DJing for 12 years now, so I didn't. And I, and I, and I didn't. I don't want to be. I don't want to look up and be the same. I don't want not to not to shade anybody. But I don't want to wake up and be in a position that. A OG DJ here is in you still here, not really doing, but I wanted something for my own that I could grow on my own. That stuff. exists. So I was, and I was doing not really radio during that, but I was only putting not really radio out like every three weeks. Maybe I was bullshitting with it, honestly. <laughs> so now after you're weekly at this point, yeah, right. So after I stopped the club, I bought my little home studio equipment, mm -hmm. and uh, just yeah, I'm dropping every week now. So I think, I think that's what it's really about finding what you want to do because yeah. It was after coming home uh, from trying mm -hmm. the military. It was you after, tried the military? Yeah. They told me I was too fat. So they told me I was too fat to go to basic training. I said, ain't basic training supposed to help me lose weight? And they was like, nah, it don't work like that. I said, cool. So I, and that's really, that's really, that's really, that, and that's when I decided to put my foot in DJ as perfect. well. What? And it made me feel like this is where I was supposed to be at. But what I found is that, and this is going to sound corny as fuck, I'm apologizing now, but you got But if you know who I am, then you know I mean what I'm about to say. Something in me felt unnaturally restless. Mm. Like literally imagine, literally imagine being this magnificent, gigantic, legendary creature, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, your world gets small. Ain't enough room for you to just be as you are. You have to literally redefine your entire existence to conform. You have to literally fold yourself and put yourself in this new box. That's what it felt like. Something in me said, if we don't leave, we'll die. I, I wholeheartedly mean this. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. I remember that day where I would, it was, it, it was killing me to literally be that numb to the world, to be that conformed. I said, this is not for me. When I got home, I went to the Starbucks in Broderpool. It was 2007, it was the third Friday in April. I jumped in a poetry slam. Uh, I jumped in the slam for that night at the Cypher, hosted by um, Molina Simone. Because the guy at the door was like, you got your book in your hand, and you look like you dope, so you might as well just go ahead and jump in the slam. Matter of fact, I'll pay your way in. I was like, all right, bet. So I'm listening to these magnificent, mind-blowing poets in my soul. You, you watch Naruto, right? Yeah. Nine Tails is what's inside. I've seen Naruto. I'm not the biggest fan. So the I've Nine Tails is pretty much is what is like. It's, it's a woke now. It's like, hey, I remember this sin. I remember this person. Right. Are we home? Like, has the world gotten back to where we can be? I got on the site. I got on the stage. I was second that night. Mm -hmm. Out of a room full of heavy, heavy hitters, known through the scene, I I got second. I almost beat. The premier poet at the time, Gabrielle Patterson. I almost beat her. My first time mm. ever. And I even got a standing ovation that night with a poem that I had written. No one ever knew me. Tony Sticks was the first, first time anybody ever heard that name. Later on that night, the fellow who's hosting the event, 
gets on the mic and he says, hey, there's a dude in this room. There's a person in this room who's going to be on his team I'm going to put together, which would literally redefine who I am. And he don't know it, but he ain't got no choice. He's on his team. I bum rush him. I'm like, I don't know who you were talking about, but I went in. He said, nigga, I was talking about you. That man is Alan Emerger. The same gentleman I would call my brother now until the death of me. His existence imprinted upon mine is the only reason why I've gotten as far as I have because Alan, through the headaches I gave him, the, the stubbornness that I made him endure, he believed that I was good enough to do this at a professional level and never have to worry about anything else. He groomed me. Mm. I don't have to make calls. Like, like I, I applaud Cole Mason and Zachary Leon and, and uh, uh, Faisal. 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 Yeah. I applaud these gentlemen. Even, if, I, even if I'm not like a, a fan of their <laughs> music, I applaud their hustle. They know how to make these phone calls and make these connections. This other time. I don't have to. Yeah. My phone just rings. My email just blows up. My website just gets hit. Alan groomed me for this. You talking about where we started from? How we got here? Yeah. I got here by doing exactly what I was supposed to do when I was asked to do it. I was always ready. Mm -hmm. That's what I wasn't. Same. That's what I wasn't. I didn't start becoming the artist that I am now until I realized that opportunity is always coming, but your lazy ass ain't never ready. You're always scrambling to get something done at the last minute. You look unprofessional as fuck. What are they really paying for? Like at one point in my career, the money stopped coming in like it used to because you're not worth it anymore. Yeah. You want the bag, but you don't want to put in the work to get it. And sometimes that means you got to sew the motherfucking bag up that you trying to stuff. So how big is this bag? Nigga, put in yeah. the work. So I started putting back in that work now. And now I can do seven minutes on somebody's stage and get $500 for it. Yeah, it must be nice. What? Seven minutes. I wish I could DJ for seven minutes. You're doing my sister's wedding, right? <laughs> When's your sister's wedding? Remember October 5th? Yeah, yeah, I told you to call me and remind me closer. We smoke a lot. I will. I will. So, but your bag yeah. is secured. Bag secured. Mm -hmm. uh, game time, baby. So, what was, what was I going with that? You mentioned, uh, you mentioned, uh, doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, I forgot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I remember, uh, I remember, oh, oh, always being ready. That's what we was at. Yeah. Always being ready. I've always been ready. And that's, and that's always, I think that's always been like, I think that's always kind of held me back. I was always overly available though. Because mm. I remember it was like, uh, it was one bad winter, maybe five, six years ago. And a DJ couldn't make it to a club. So the promoter called me and I was the third DJ he called. And I was the only one that was, that was willing to come. I didn't have a car or anything. I'm just geeked and ready to go. So let's get it. I'm ready. I got my shit. I had no car, so I hopped in the cab, got there. Nobody ever came to the club. He paid me less than what the cab was. But in that, in that, in that situation, that always being ready situation, I'd always be the guy that somebody could call and I'd pull up and it'd be whatever. I think that that was kind of a situation that that held me back for a long time. Always being overly, always being overly ready, overly available as well. Anything ever make you feel like that? Yeah. Uh, like doing any doing something that you thought was helping you, but in turn was hurting you in the long run. Hosting sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I say I say yes to the wrong gigs. Mm -hmm. There's been a few times where I've said yes 
to a gig that I thought was the wrong one and it turned out to be a lot more fun than what I was anticipating or a lot more profitable than what I was expecting. But then sometimes I say yes to gigs I think are going to be amazing experiences and it turns out to be utter trash. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and, and, and well, yours is always too ready. Mine is always too willing. I rarely ever say no to a gig. Rarely ever say no. Sometimes I stretch myself too. Well, that that's, that kind of goes one in one. Yeah. Because every time they call, I'd be ready for it, and I'd be going for it. So. And you would literally break your pocket just to get the opportunity because in your soul you're telling yourself, "I need to do this. I need to. If I it, do this, it's going in the long run. It's going to pay off." And then you get a little bit more. more I wouldn't say older. I say a little bit more mature in it. And you realize I've been playing myself. That shit didn't pay <laughs> nothing. Oh Them stripes didn't mean shit. <laughs> I don't even cuss on not really radio like that. But them stripes didn't mean shit. I went through so much. I've like I paid so many dues and like to be where I'm at now, still learn I have more dues to pay. Yeah, I shouldn't have paid none of that shit. You feel like you paid interest the entire time. <laughs> I paid time. the wrong dude. Where's my 401k? <laughs> did, did I get <laughs> like where did I just did some shit go into that? Do I got some connections oh that grew from that? Did nothing come from a lot of that shit? Like I don't even. I mean, I guess I guess in hindsight it did because if it didn't, I would have been put in front of the masses to have the. A certain this is true. fan base I have now, but at the same time, it, it's kind of like a like a pendulum thing. I, it, like, does it really fucking matter? <laughs> I could have I could have spent more and time that's doing something. Light in the ass. It's, it's it's you're always going to look at it as an investment, but then you ask yourself, what return did I get? You have you size up the shows that were just completely utter shit, and you size them up to the ones that you have now, and then you realize. You were dope enough all along to have been doing this. The whole time. The scene convinced you that you had to go this route first because they did. Nah, fuck nah, that. Nah, fuck. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you took these floating platforms when there were stairs down there. <laughs> but because your forefathers always went to the jumping platforms, niggas never thought, I wonder that's how we teleport to the other side so fucking fast. Let's see what's down here. <laughs> did you knock on niggas' door and Bowser like, hey, Hey, for so, real though. <laughs> Not for real. Them opportunities were yours in the first place. They don't want to share that mountaintop. Mm -hmm. So the longer you're on that bullshit journey, the more time they have. Well, the, the, the longer you're trying to share somebody else's mountaintop, the longer you'll be below them. I feel like so you got to try to build your own mountain. Is there ever a moment where we stop building so many lanes and we learn how to cooperate or collab in mutual lanes? Yeah. I'm not the only person with a show like Not Really Radio. But would you ever collab with somebody? I would love to. I've been I've been linking up with people um, like crazy. Uh, I, let me pull out my phone. Actually, I could shout some people out. Hey, right now. Shout outs. Uh, right. Shit. But yeah, I've been I've been diving into that, and that's really what I want to do. Uh, who's this? Free Radio. Okay. I think it's called Free Radio. Big ups to Free Radio. Mr. Genius Idiot. Okay. Yeah. All these people that do edits and everything, like producers, the producers of the tracks I play, they all have their own shows. Hey man. Like, I'm, 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 I link up with everybody. Tell these people to hit me up. up. I would love to do edits for them. Yeah. So you, tell, you tell them hit you up. Hey, hit me up at Alistair underscore King on uh, Instagram. I do wonderful edits. I'm awesome. Yeah, you are. Right. You're pretty tight. You're pretty tight. You're cool. Hey, man. Thank you. I need you and Eric to understand how instrumental you guys are to my growth. Explain. I already already know before the people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get close to the mic. Close to. The mic. <laughs> <laughs>
Because I don't want them to miss a damn thing. I want them to hear all of this shit. <laughs> no, but real life. So, I understood that looking at my older brothers, and mind you, I only have two biological ones, but I mean, yeah. So, looking at my older brothers, like Alan, Bashiri, uh, Nick, or DJ Metronome. Um, Shout out to Metronome. Lance Parker. You know, looking at my big brothers, I realized that a lot of them are extremely successful because of the mentality that they have. And nine times out of ten, that mentality is rooted in the circle that they are blessed, excuse me, to be around. Furthermore, when I started hanging out with less kind of people and started making sure I kept myself in the company of more kind of people, I realized that my perspective on myself started to change. The people that I was keeping myself around for the most part were just as lost and broken in their lives as I was in mine. There was no way in hell I was ever gonna heal and find myself. My depression set in. Mm -hmm. I spent almost two and a half years either playing with or actually attempting the idea of killing myself. I spent more of that wallowing in my own self-pity. I spent more of that ignoring the fact that I am depressed and just only just only saying it. Like it was, it was not necessarily attention sinking, but more like I'm waving the white flag, but I don't really want to give up. Right. Because it's the only thing that makes me feel relevant right now. Kind of playing with the white flag. Nah. Yeah. And so you got it. You got, it you got it at your waist, but you don't. But want I don't to really want. My, I want you to know I have it. Yeah. I guess I'm not no, I don't want to throw it up. So yeah. when I got, when I got to last year, last July. Damn, this is last July. When I got to last July, or it was maybe July before last. I can't remember. But I was on the train tracks at uh, Tenth College, ready to go. Something talked me off those tracks. Something was on those tracks. Because when uh, Tori Chell, the young lady that does the paintings, mm-hmm. when she drove by when I decided to walk off the tracks and picked me up, the moment I got in the car, she pulled off part of the train. And something kept pulling me in that direction. I started my journey of fixing myself then. When I was on that path, I ended up working with you more closely with Vibe on Wednesday. Vicariously through you, me and Eric started to build a relationship and then I started working closely with him. There's something refreshing about knowing that you are not enough to get you to the next level. You need somebody that's going to hold you accountable, but make sure that you know that you're loved throughout the process. Mm -hmm. Alan was that for me, but he's not here anymore. Mm -hmm. I ended up gaining that in Lance Parker, Eric, you, and uh, I could say that's that's about it right now for with Dominic Dorsey. So these are gentlemen who hold me accountable, but make sure that I know that I'm human and it's okay to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like third, but don't let it beat you. Acknowledge it, but don't let that shit beat you. But you and Eric more specifically have been instrumental in it because I see how you two complement each other. And I mean like actually complement each other. I see how you hold each other accountable. Yeah, physically. Like, you know, and, physically. And in person and you know, online. You know, and, like and create creatively as well. If it was asked, that's my it's brother, like, yeah. yeah. Nah, bro, that, that shit was that's not it. We never, dope we, as you thought we it was. never hesitate to tell yeah. each other some shit weak. But that's what, <laughs> that's what the both is coming in, you feel me? So it's yeah. like 
getting to know you gentlemen in over the last year. He gonna he gonna tell he gonna he gonna tell me this interview sound week. I know I know it for a fact. I know it for cause I don't, yeah ah. it, it's cool it's my fa- it's cool. <laughs> Eric suck a dick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my nigga, that's my dog. But uh, nah, like in real life, like just like how you guys hold yourselves accountable, how you hold each other accountable, how you only surround yourself with a group of friends who can do that with each other. Yeah. And it's like I enjoy being in the company of these gentlemen and a lot of the young ladies that I've gone that I've grown to know over time. In order to stay in a circle like this, nigga, you gotta change. Right. And that's stop being afraid of the greater you. Like there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And the person who helped guide me at least this far died on me. She gone. Mm-hmm. And that nigga, that's okay because you don't have to get to this point with or without her. So what are you so afraid of? That's worse than this. Mm-hmm. Like you know this is bad. It's not gonna get much worse. There's no way. I think a lot of people gotta understand that. Like depression is depression is bad. But we also have to understand that we've already hit the low. and we, we can get lower, but we've already survived this low. If you got to the cliff and you didn't jump, you're not going you, to. You're not going to. At least not right now. At least not right now. You're not going to. And while you're here, you might as well do something. You might as well do something. And you might as well channel that energy into something creative. Yeah, the same way we do with Not Really Radio and as you do with your art and poetry. But I do appreciate you for coming through, bro. This is my first interview, man. And it's, it's tight. And I hope it goes down. I hope I hope we actually do look back at this video ten years from now. Say that shit weak. <laughs> While we on the big stage looking at it, like I ain't looked at that motherfucker not once, but it's still going up. I don't I, care. I am none of the views. It, it is what it is. I don't care. I'm gonna still put it up because it's the first one. So, uh, well, without further ado, man, we are gonna get back into these vibes, man. Part two, and I was ready. Episode forty-seven. Let's get it.
Appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you like what you hear, make sure you tell these two friends about Not Really Radio, please, and thank you. I made love to a stripper. First, I had to tip her. 20,000 once. She said, I'm that nigga. I said, I'm that nigga, bitch. I already know. I come with bad wood. BBS is in my chum. That's a Rockefeller chain. I was sending bricks to Harlem back when Jay was doing good. I gotta protect her on Got a stripper with me, she picked up the chick on You gon' fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up She don't need makeup, makeup She gon' make up, make up Tell a nigga pay up, pay up She said pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy hey, Wait for the pussy, wait for the pussy Hey, God, you feel me? Cause I pray for the pussy, pray for the pussy I tell her, I'm break it up Break it down Bag it up Bricks to China. I tell all my niggas, cut the check, cut the check, bust it up, turn your goofy dog up. How I do slits on it, yes, slits on it. I'm a bad bitch, I'm a dope bitch, I'm a bust it open. I'm a dope bitch, I'm a dope bitch. I don't date honey, cookie on tsunami. All my niggas wifey, once they get that good punani, I think he need the bunny. I might just let him find me. Never trust a big butt and a smile with the bunny. Rep queens like supreme ass web and nigga ass been me and chow. Run me my doubt. This game is freezing like you're waiting to call. Nickname is Nikki, but my name ain't Nicole. I tell all my hoes, break it up, break it down, bag it up. Love to the homie Seth for the vibes on this one. <laughs> Call Flanders. Yeah. This a bop for real. Get a little bounce to it. Yeah. Not really ready up to 47. Diamond Ned Flanders, ooh, yeah Kool-Aid Jammer, cookie back on camera, yeah 
Yeah, I'm gonna twerk on my chain, get in that brain, swerving your lane. Uh. I fuck a knock off a party, I hate to get it, I want it, honest, yeah. Uh. Private jet, Nike tag, she up next. When you a boss, don't take a loss, kind of a chain. So late, never late, go on dates. When you get up, they hate. Uh. Diamond, they drip like a late. Uh. Ali a 10, K full of 8, nigga, I skate. Uh. Nigga, I got standards, uh. diamond, nail, friendless, ooh, yeah. Kool Aid jam, uh. cookie back on camera, yeah.
about me I'm just bad girl And bad for everybody And baby girl Don't tell your friends Black nigga with a neck tag Respect that old bitch She ain't like that She left that drop drop Brand new can't even get a hold With a nigga pose with a man like that That I be coolin' with, cool again Girl, I told you I ain't one to foolin' with And I communicating, but I get that from my mama It's a jungle of gorillas, why you fuck with that Nikonas? I'm a Zulation rapper, get that hammer like that Honda Keep it moving for my partners, ain't no hoovin' in me Casa ain't no hoovin', she just bouncin' at the juices But I'm fine, I got the juice and then I lost it I put two of my deposit last week But I make that cat weak, fact sheet, hey Do not fall in love with that nigga rap sheet, hey you know I'm just out here really tryna pass me hey, Young sister roll, keep that ass nasty hey, I don't know about them, but I do love This right here, this that groove love hey, So, what happened to love? This is an issue, kitchen your new hey.
This one called Comeback By the homie Tom Mish One of the ones you just gotta Survive out to I try to hit y'all with one of these Every episode or so Let me know if y'all feeling that man Drop a comment Hit me on Instagram at DJ Boogie Bang Twitter at DJ Boogie Bang Subscribe to us on SoundCloud iTunes Podcast app We gonna make Spotify happen real soon too Stay tuned for that Yeah
us on our first date You're doing everything that makes me smile And when we had our first kiss It happened on a Thursday Oh, set my soul on
Into this episode of Not Really Radio, man. As always, I appreciate y'all for locking in. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at DJ Boogie Bang, Twitter at DJ Boogie Bang. Make sure you drop a SoundCloud a comment on SoundCloud if you was feeling the vibes, man. I appreciate my brother Tony Sticks for coming through this episode, man. Uh, until 48, I'll see you again, man. Peace, be blessed, love.